teacher. What an awesome, awesome way to start a relationship show. And of course, we've got yourself, mate. You, Brain, you're on the air guitar and you, you're playing it beautifully. I'm impressed. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very, thank you very much. Um, get myself a peanut butter sandwich and away we go. What was it? And what did Elvis, he liked the peanut butter and banana? Was it? I don't know. Jeez. Peanut butter and bacon? Bacon could have been bacon, yeah. It was, I know it was very healthy. I remember that. Yes, it was. Yeah. 5,000 calories from memory. <laughs> Something like that. Hey, mate, great to see you. Um, yeah, Welcome uh, back in the studio. It is Thursday, 6.05 p.m. Uh, that means it's time to talk about relationships. It is. It is. You're all organised. What are we going to delve into today? Well, as we're dealing with all things relationships, a lot of people, yep. when they're talking about relationships, they talk about Love, obviously, You'd hope so. which is yeah, <laughs> which is related to the heart. Yes. Okay. So yep. whenever you're watching a movie, reading, um, listening to a song, reading poetry, it's always about hearts being broken or sure. hearts being filled up or whatever. Today mm-hmm. or tonight, I want to talk about a different organ oh, that's related okay. to love. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's. I don't know. I've made a lot of decisions using that organ. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. the other one. Oh, the, oh, there's another. Is there? there okay. Is. There right. Is. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. So this one is <laughs> pretty important. We okay. don't tend to look at it, and we've been looking a lot at conflict because that mm, seems to be have. one of the big challenges for people. And this one is very much related to that. Okay. So that's what I want to explore tonight. Right. So a little bit left of field, we're mm. coming and looking at the brain. The brain. Ah, uh, yes. Clearly not the organ I've been using when I've been <laughs> making decisions about my relationship. No, I've been there no. myself. Mm. But never mind. Well, you know, you grow older, you get a little wiser. Yeah, that's my story anyway. I'm sticking with it. We hope. <laughs> we hope. So, okay, the old grey matter. Yes. Nice. So there's three parts to the brain. Yep. So as we've evolved, we've developed... Uh, an extra part each time okay. as we've moved up the evolutionary scale. Mm-hmm. And these parts of our brain uh, impact our relationships sometimes in a good way and sometimes okay. in a not very good way. Right. So understanding why we do certain things mm-hmm. related to the brain sure. makes it easier to deal with, make sense of, of and reprogram yourself. Yep. So for me, this was a big one when I learned this one. I mean, we all know we've got a brain. And a lot of it is unconscious. Absolutely. So they say around 97% mm. of what goes on inside our scone is unconscious. We okay. don't know what's going on. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I really am. Because if I had to concentrate on breathing, we'd be in trouble. Exactly. Exactly. And all of those sorts of things sure. are that, you know, obviously are given mm-hmm. the functions of the body, mm-hmm. the how we perceive our reality, okay. how we uh, create... Uh, our, the world as we see it, as an individual, yep. is also dictated by a lot of our unconscious. So that's what I wanted to have a look at tonight. Okay. So the first brain that we had was our reptilian brain. So obviously back when we were little <laughs> lizards sure, and stuff. Sure, sure. Right? Some would say that's still well and truly in yeah, use. Well, yeah, true, <laughs> true. Well, it actually is, and that's the weird thing. Okay. So we actually use all of these three parts of our brain. We use them in different ways. Right. And some of them are more unconscious than others. And that's what I wanted to predominantly focus on was the unconscious side. So the reptilian brain is basically the part at the top of our spinal cord. Right. So um, that basically has a very simple function. 
All it's designed for is to keep us alive. Okay, okay. All right? Job done. Exactly. So all it's doing is asking itself, is this safe? Will mm-hmm. I survive? Okay. So anytime you're in a situation where your life is threatened or perceived to be threatened, your reptilian brain will kick in and react. So you know when someone jumps out and surprises you and you yep. throw something at them or punch them in the sure. head and you suddenly go, oops, sorry, <laughs> that was your reptilian brain protecting okay. you. Okay, yes. So it, you've right. got an out there. So you About 20 go, years ago, I want to officially say sorry to the kid in Cusar who I punched <laughs> <laughs> as I came around the corner. Yeah, natural reaction. That, that sorry. Was, that Still was my bad. reptilian brain. It was. Still exactly. feel bad, 20 years on. <laughs> so I'll be coming back to that because okay. that's the one where a lot of the time with conflict, it's our reptilian brain kicking in and right. that's where we – it doesn't go well. All right. Okay. So then as we evolved, we became uh, mammals mm-hmm. and our brain there was – we're looking more at our emotions. We started to build connection. It's where we started to have little gatherings of animals, you know, okay. so groups of, you know, koalas and all that sort of thing. Sure. And it's also where we developed things like being able to love and hate, sad, happy and sad, because animals, as we know, we can watch our dogs and our cats. Oh, for and sure. They um, display all of these emotions as well. So that part of our brain mm. is concerned with, is this pleasurable? Is this painful? Sure. So basically with your animals, if they're in pain, they'll try and get away from you. If it's pleasurable, they'll try and get closer to you. Makes sense. As we all know, if we've got a pet, they're always <laughs> wanting to sit on our lap and scratch me. So that developed. And then as we became bipedal mm. and moved into the monkey stage and then into humans, sure. we developed our neocortex or the modern brain okay and this one is where we can have abstract thought we can actually um, perceive things outside of ourselves Mm. we have longer memory spans and all of this sort of thing and that part of our brain is only concerned with is it logical or is it reasonable so we can actually sit down and think about things and and weigh them up more complex sort of uh, equations exactly Now, obviously, if we can use that part of our brain, Mm -hmm. it's a good thing. You'd hope so. You know, being able to weigh things up and is this a good thing to do, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the problem is when it comes to conflict, Mm -hmm. the moment you have a partner attack you, whether it's verbally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is, your first instinct is to defend yourself, which is your reptilian brain. Yep. Now, often when we have conflict, Mm -hmm. we will sometimes say and do things that later on we go, yeah, Mm. probably wasn't the nicest thing. Not the best call. Yeah. Yeah. And as we've touched on with other calls, Mm. uh, other shows, with some people they'll do that and they won't own it. Yeah, okay. Okay, so their reptilian brain kicks in and tries to defend themselves when you defend yourself. I believe they become snakes. That's the one, (laughs) yes. Um, Yeah, or the other one I've heard is elf. Elf? Yes. Oh, hang on. You've lost me on that one. Yeah. So this is one I heard um, a number of years ago mm-hmm. on an audio I was listening to. Right. And this bloke said there's two types of people in the world. Yep. You know, the nasty ones. He said there's snakes, mm-hmm. and they're obviously nasty. Sure. They're scaly, mm. they're slimy, they're horrible. Not that sl- snakes are slimy, but, I, you know, they're perceived as sure, that. You know, sure. you know they're nasty. You're looking at them. They're yeah. clearly nasty. And then you've got elves. Mm-hmm. They look nice. They seem pleasant. Right. But ELF stands for evil little... Oh, my so, God. Yeah. I have been at, at Sanders' workshop for years, obviously. 
Wow. Because, yeah, the ones that look really, you know, sweet and innocent and behind you. Exactly. Yeah, okay, complete psycho. Yeah, okay. Wow. Okay, now that's a really cool analogy because I I was going to, when you were talking about that, I thought, is he going to go into clowns, right? Because evil clowns. But uh, health is so much more accurate. I love that. Yeah, I heard that one and thought, Mm, yeah, mm, that's cool. I've known a few elves. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But it's also nice to just be honest and go, yeah, that one I know is a snake and that one I know is an elf. Yeah. Treat them accordingly. Well, in, in, on that front, I mean, you're far better off meeting a snake because at least you yes. can see what's going on. At least it's apparent. It's when you meet someone who's got that that secret motive behind, you know, that that mm. just, that dark side, but it's hidden behind, you know, tinsel and um, a good look. Uh, oh, I tell you what, you know, it, they are the ones that do the damage. Yes, mm. and sometimes we try to excuse their behaviour mm. and all this sort of thing. Oh, it's just who they are, or they didn't mean it. Or, no, sure. if they've said it, they yeah, meant it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah. that's where the reptilian brain, we might say something mm-hmm. and it's in a defence, but there's always a little bit of truth in oh, of everything. Course. Of course. Yeah. So they might not mean it quite as viciously, <laughs> but they'll mean it. They'll mean it, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes a lot of our conflict comes from that we're just defending ourselves. Sure. And also, once, so your reptilian brain will generally react in one to point, is it point zero five to point one of a second? It's okay. like super fast. Sure. All right. So imagine you're driving your car. Yep. Something jumps out, you steer the car away or brake yep. or whatever. That's an instant reaction. You don't think of what's around you. No. Because your instant reaction, got to protect myself. Right. All right. Then your. That's interesting on a really weird note. I'll tell you a little side segue here. Of course. On, on the. the uh, I. Uh basically about an hour and a half ago, I had to shoot home to get a couple of things for the office, right? No problem. And as I went down the road, I went down a uh, sneaky little side street, um, which is rural, and two kangaroos jumped straight in front, like I mean straight in front of me. And I went out of my way to not hit the kangaroos because obviously you don't want to hit the kangaroos. But I wasn't actually thinking about self-preservation. I was just thinking about... Not, I can't hit these kangaroos because mm. I, I, I know this is, sounds silly. I actually know these kangaroos. They come to my place. So I recognise them. There's the, the mum and the, and the younger Joey. So I'm like, you know, can't hurt my friends. <laughs> and you did the big, I didn't hit anything. It was okay. A little bit of grass. It's not, not the end of the world. But it's funny how your brain reacts under yes. those situations because you've, um, you've got so little time. But if you slow it down in your brain, you can go, I'll do this, 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 this. Yeah. Exactly. So that reptilian brain kicks in, keeps you safe. Now, with conflict, Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll react Mm -hmm. or defend yourself. Okay. And about half a second afterwards, Mm -hmm. your more sensible brain, where your emotions are tied in and your logical thinking and your modern brain, gets a chance to weigh up all the information. It goes, oh, you know, what was said, and they Mm. can actually analyse it. And then decide on what you should do. By then, your reptilian brain has spoken. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the damage is mm, done. The toothpaste is out of the tube. That's the one, <laughs> and you can't push it back in with a toothpick. And so, for a lot of us, mm. we do revert to that reptilian brain often. Okay. All right. So, yeah. if someone accuses you of something straight oh, yeah. away, what do you do? Oh, it wasn't me. Yep. So yep. your reptilian brain got to keep myself safe. Damn right. Yeah. And then your more modern brain would go, oh, mm. no, nah, maybe you should fess up and yeah, you know, maybe be I'll on that bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So if you can hold off on your reptilian brain a little bit, mm. then you can actually allow your modern brain to weigh things up and go, is this worth losing my cool over? 
Yeah, and generally speaking, it's just not. Exactly. It really isn't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, normally, if you lose your call, you've lost the argument, as they always say, but you've also lost the momentum and you lost the opportunity to actually generally uh, resolve it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the, the hard thing with relationships is once you say that sort of thing, yep. it takes a long time to fix it. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. once you start down that slippery slope mm-hmm. of constant defending and attacking, defending and attacking, you. Yep. Yeah, it gets worse and worse, and it's a lot harder to pull it back. Damn right. Okay, and it would be much easier not to do the damage in the first place. Exactly, and that's where I'm heading with this. Okay, shall we head uh, to a break, and then after the break, we'll come back with some uh, bit of, I don't know, advice on this. What do you think? Absolutely. Are you happy with that? Sounds good. All right, chosen the song. Um, I'm thinking about you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm being a good boy. It is David it's Bowie. Oh, nice. Fantastic stuff. Edge Radio Australia. To the girl with the mousy hair. All about relationships. I know that you need me. I can't care about anything but you. Oh, I care about the cardigans. I do. It's Love Full here on Edge Radio Australia. We are all about relationships with Wayne. Wayne. How are you feeling, man? Are you feeling? Are you feeling the love? Feeling the love. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I felt a bit of Barry White coming through then. Just a bit, mate. Just a bit. Uh, look, I even saw you know got a slight tan on. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That man. Tell you what, honestly, uh, the persona, the voice, what a legend. I know. I, I'm not going to lie. Super feel, deep. Bit of jealousy there, just a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the way life is. Um, <laughs> Now, before the break, we were talking about all sorts of things, and you were going to come back with some tools, right? You and your hammer and your you're banging down trees. That's it. That's <laughs> it. You remembered. Well done. Oh, look, I have my moments. Okay. What, what's in the toolbox today? Okay. So, like I've said, one of the biggest challenges is conflict. Yep. And understanding where a lot of it comes from mm-hmm. enables us to be able to deal with it properly. Sure. Now, one thing that I helped, and it'll help tie in with this, Many years ago, I came across in a book, and I really liked, and I've used. It's a challenge to use it. Okay. However, really powerful if you can. If you can. If you can. I'm glad I'm sitting down. Yes, exactly. So there's five levels to this. Right. All right. So Mm. the first level is you have to tell yourself the truth about you. It's already tough. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you've got to stop the denial part. Absolutely. All right. So when it comes to conflict... Mm -hmm. You have to be able to say, yeah, I contributed to that. I mm. did this. I did that. Take responsibility for what you did. So tell yourself. That, so true. Don't have to tell anyone else. Just <laughs> tell yourself. So that's the first one. It tends to be the most challenging. Okay. And the next one, this goes back to the snakes and the elves. Mm. Tell yourself the truth about someone else. Oh, oh, Okay. Okay, so a lot of the times we excuse people's behaviour. We yep. go, oh, it's just the way they are. They've been through some hard stuff. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll give them a bit of leeway. There comes a time where, you, where you've got to go, you know what? You're acting like a real... You do, yeah. You know, so yeah. you, you've got to tell yourself, mm. no, nah, that's that's not on. Yeah, All yeah. Right? so true. And you can't set a boundary with someone and mm. let them know that a behaviour is not acceptable if you can't tell yourself the truth about them. For sure. All right, okay. so that's the next one. Third one, mm-hmm. tell someone else the truth about you. In other words, if you're upset, if you're hurt, if you're scared, if you're concerned, mm-hmm. tell them. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's, again, for relationships, mm-hmm. really important. If, okay. you, if you can have that situation with a partner where you might say something mm-hmm. 
And instead of them attacking with their reptilian brain, yep. they pause for a moment, get the, sure. the lizard to shut up, mm -hmm. and then they go, okay, yeah, all right, I can see where you're coming from. I, I think the pause thing is one of the absolutely greatest pieces of advice that you can get in life. Absolutely. Right? When it, anything, when it, it's whether it's your intimate relationships, your work relationships, yep. whatever, just that moment to just go, Whoo, hang on, boom, take a breath, think about the answer before you go for it, right? Absolutely. Um, and I, I hear... So often in life, and I think I can very much, uh, you know, self-aware enough to know that I was doing this myself, is when you have, a lot of times you're having a conversation with someone and you're listening for your answer, okay? You're actually listening to the information, and but you're ready with your answer coming back. Mm, and mm. you're not genuinely <clears throat> listening to that person. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, you're looking absolutely. For those, those things. And I think that uh, in myself, <laughs> boom, boom, I, in myself, when I actually realized that I was doing that, Okay, um, and thought, oh, I'm going to give this a crack. Okay, I'm going to give a crack of just shut up and, and actually just focus on listening. And then when that person's finished, then then I'll come up with an answer. I, it, it was one of the healthiest things I've ever done. Simple as that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you you are genuinely listening to people, um, and so many of us, you know, we all talk about the difference between listening and hearing. Oh yes. yes. But you can have somebody like uh, that you absolutely adore. They're right in front of you. Talk, 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 talk. And they're not listening to a bloody word. They're mm. really not. Mm. And that's uh, that's not a, not being disrespectful to them or vice versa. It's just a communication uh, failure, I guess, that so many of us have. And I'm I'm impressed when when people get past that. Yes. Um, so what you're talking about before I go on mm. is about when someone's talking to you. Mm -hmm. If that subject has no interest or importance to them, yep. they're going to be inclined to just wander off and think about something that's important yeah. to them. And we yep. all do it. We all do it. We all do it. Because if your partner's talking about, you know, whatever that they enjoy and mm. it doesn't really rock your boat, yep. you're not going to be, oh, really? Oh, tell me more. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it is hard sometimes to be congruent in that listening. Sure, but sure. you have to be aware also, is this something I want to listen to? Yeah, okay. okay. You know, but in a relationship, you know, this is, uh, again, you know, Answering or, or listening purely and simply to answer whether or not to, uh, and the difference between actually listening for the content, right? Mm. I think that can make such a big difference in your relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's just if you're aware that it's something that's not as important to you, you mm -hmm. have to put real effort in yeah. to make sure you're yep. paying attention. Yep. Spot on. Spot so, on. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then the, the fourth one mm -hmm. is tell someone else the truth about themselves. Now, this is a challenge. Okay. Can it be anyone like at a bus stop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. depending. Oh, yeah, depending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could go Oh, badly. you are not getting away with those bike pants. No way. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. Wouldn't they? Oh, I think they should have licenses on those things, but never mind. Um, I really do. But yeah, okay. So are we talking about your partner here or your prospective partner? Well, anyone really. Okay. Because the... Okay, so the basic rule in life is people mm -hmm. will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Sure. So when you get to level four, mm -hmm. if you're able to say, you know what, that behavior's crossed a line, I'm yep. not happy with that, you need to rein that one in, mm -hmm. then they know where your boundaries are and they can act accordingly. Sure. But until you can do that, mm -hmm. you've got to expect your boundaries to be 
ignored and yeah. put up with the crap well, that I comes with it. Ultimately, almost every argument you ever have in life is about boundaries, right? Okay? Absolutely. It's, it's people just overstepping them. Yep. And it's something that we don't do. Well, I can certainly uh, look at myself and, and be honest with myself and I say, I haven't set those boundaries to start with. Because mm. you kind of think, oh, they're really cool. You know, I've, I like them. You know, I'm attracted to them. Oh, it doesn't matter. They can fall over their bed. You know, instantly it becomes you know, the border at Mexico. Okay? Like, honestly, people are just falling over all the time. Mm. And you've you've really got to put that wall up. Or you really do. And it's something that we, so many of us do. We just don't draw that line in the sand. And I think that it would stop us from getting into bad relationships and certainly mm. making relationships last a long, long time if we just drew that bloody line to start with. Yeah, and... This also ties in with the brain part because mm, okay. there's a, a lot of things as we're growing sure. that we get taught, okay. you know, don't upset people, don't mm. rock the boat. Sure. So we get taught, don't put your boundaries out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so true. as an adult, you've still got that little kid inside your head going, <laughs> don't upset them, don't upset them. Yep. So we don't tend to tell people when they've overstepped the boundaries sure. and then we walk away muttering going, you know, mm. they took advantage yeah, of me, great, rah, great, mutter, mutter, mutter. Yeah. And then... We end up angry. Mm -hmm. They're none the wiser that no. they've caused that and no. damaged the relationship. So if you've got that ability to be able to talk to them without their reptilian brain kicking in, and they can actually weigh things up and go, oh, okay, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. All right, yeah, fair enough. Sure, sure. Then you're a long way ahead. Okay, okay. And then the final one is tell everyone the truth all the time about everything. You know what? That is the best advice in the world, but bloody dangerous. Okay, it really is. Um, I, I'm a big believer in that. And the thing is, I have a uh, a memory like a goldfish. Oh, what's a lovely rock? Oh, what's a lovely rock? Oh, what's a lovely rock? <laughs> right. So for me, like, look, it's got to be honesty because I can't remember if I'm going to tell a porky pie. How am I going to remember exactly. that? I'm going to have to jot it down. Exactly. So it's it's a great policy to have. The only problem is that, well, there's lots of problems, but I've been, okay, and I'll throw in one of my personal relationships that I had a problem with. I had a, a partner who, oh, man, we just talked about honesty. I mean, like she really sold, you know, as long as we never lie to each other, all that kind of thing. And, okay, so I didn't, right? And, again, it came down to the goldfish thing for me, so it worked mm -hmm. for me. I thought, great. You know, so I was just honest, and I laid everything on the table all the way through, never held anything back, yada, yada, yada. Found out nine years later that nine years, that woman had never, ever, ever told me the truth. Not one time. Wow. So my entire nine-year relationship was complete bull, right? And what I think hurt on that one probably even more is the fact that, oh, my God, I based that relationship, even you know, the good, the bad, whatever. I thought, yep. at least we're always being honest with each other. At least I really know how she feels. Yeah, nah. Um, so, I mean, okay. What is there any techniques you can use if you're in a situation where I'm 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 100 on this. I believe honesty all the way. Okay, I think it's ultimately your integrity, right? Mm -hmm. So okay, cool. Um, what do you do if you're in an imbalanced situation where you're maybe the only one telling the truth? Good question. Mm, Good question. Throw a curly one now, at you. First of all, mm. we have to put a bit of a disclaimer okay. in here. All right. All right? Again, this is part of what I mentioned at the start about how we perceive sure. our world around us. Yep. The way that you see the world is going to be very different to the way that I see the world. Of course. Even though we're both of the same gender, we're of the same um, ethnicity, we're sure. born in the same country, even though all of those things may give us very yep. similar upbringings, 
our perspectives are going to be very different. Of course. All right. Absolutely, no question. So when you're talking to a partner, when you're telling them the truth, mm-hmm. it's only your version of the truth. Oh, no, I hate that. I absolutely... No, I, I, it's I absolutely hate, true. I, oh, the moment I hear, um, you know, oh, you're experiencing your truth, or whenever I hear my truth or whatever, I look, honestly... Uh, the Oprah chip explodes in my brain. Okay, it does. <laughs> it I hate. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, Oprahonics. You know the the, the uh, most destructive thing ever done to male female relationships. Oprah, but um, pretty close to anyway. <laughs> but I, 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 it drives me nuts. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely thoroughly agree with you. Yes, we've got. Um, you know, different opinions because you're coming from different uh, viewpoints, right? And different mm-hmm. experiences all mm-hmm. kind of carry on. But to me, truth should be fact, okay? And the word fact is is not that malleable, okay? So I hate when I hear someone say, your truth or my truth. No. So I'm not talking about facts. Okay. See, I'm talking about facts. Okay, I'm talking about the way you see things. Right. Oh, okay. okay. So see? these are the things that aren't facts. You've gone all soft and cuddly on me. No, 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 on, no. Just... This isn't soft and cuddly. <laughs> and it's not about saying, well, my truth's more important than yours. It's, yep. it's bullshit. No one's truth is more important than anyone else's. It's just the way you see it. Sure, okay. All right? And this has been proven again and again and again when they have, um, say, a riot happens. Yep. And everyone they talk to has a completely different yeah. recollection of yep. what happened mm-hmm. and because they're going to forget certain things mm-hmm. according to their sure. perspective, etc. So you have to bear in mind mm. when you're talking to a potential partner or sure. a partner, that you're with, that when you're talking about your truth, they yep. might not see it the same way. Okay. Okay. All right. So right. you're just going, this is the way I see it. Yep. That's why it's always important to start things with I statements. Right. Okay. Ooh, but doesn't that, like, okay, does that open the door to being you're a bit of a narc? No. You no, know, you're just talking no. about me, 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 so me, again, me. Okay. Tying, whoops, yep. tying it back in with the reptilian brain. Yep. Yep. If I start coming in, oh, when you did, yeah. straight away your yeah, reptilian yeah, yeah. brain's going to well, kick in and yeah. go, hang on, hang on, all guns are coming out. Oh, I see out. where you're coming. Okay, cool. <laughs> but if I say, I felt like you didn't really care mm-hmm. when you didn't phone to tell me you were coming home late. Okay, okay. Because then it's a, well, if I argue your emotions, I'm an idiot because yeah, yeah. it's just the way you feel. Sure. You know, and you do get people that are like that. Oh, that's stupid to feel like that. Well, <laughs> now you do want an argument. I'm trying <laughs> to get right. past one. Run for the door right exactly. now. Yeah, okay. So that, like we said, the, mm. the pausing for a little bit, yep. using the I statements, remembering to not engage your reptilian brain, yep. you're going to have a better outcome and also understanding that it's just the way someone sees it. Okay. It's not necessarily right. Sure. Okay. It's just the way they see so it. So I'm probably... Uh, me thinking of, of truth and fact of being the same thing is, is probably a bit grey. Is that what you're kind of yes. in, in this circumstance? Okay. Yeah, so right. you're, you're absolutely right. Facts you cannot alter. Okay, cool. They are set in concrete. Yep. They do not – they stand the test of time. They don't move. <laughs> Fantastic. So those sorts of things, if you want to argue facts, mm-hmm. and there are a number of people nowadays doing that, <laughs> yes. if you want to do that, there's something wrong with your head. Sure, okay. If you want to argue opinions, yep. viewpoints, perspectives – Go to town. Yep. Yeah. Well, so true because exactly that. So many people have different opinions, and I love the fact that people have different opinions. Otherwise, yes. life would be very dull indeed if we yes. all felt the same way. But yes, I ultimately, you know, this is black, this is brown, this is orange, whatever the case may be, that's a fact, and that's not for your opinion. So that's that's where I come on that one. All exactly. right. Okay, I need a break, mate. I'll tell you. Deep break. Okay, geez, it got deep then. It got serious. So <laughs> I might need something to calm me down. So. Ooh. <laughs>
Edge Radio. Amy Winehouse here on Edge Radio Australia. We're doing all about relationships with Wayne. And look, if you've got one, Amy, you've got to have two. Let's face it, this that, that girl had some lungs. That oh, was, God, yes. What an absolute superstar. Bit of a shame. Joined the old 27 Club. Um, yes. Up there with, uh, you know, um, oh, look, you know, Jim Morrison. and too, too many. Too many. Too many. Janis Joplin, da-da-da. You can go on and on and on. Yeah. All right, but... We're here to celebrate life, mate. Um, so we're going to get past 27, well and truly. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> we're well and truly. Um, but, um, and, you know, when we're celebrating it, we want to have some great relationships. So we've been going through some really brilliant advice. And I know I throw you some curly ones, but I do that for a reason. And, I mean, apart from the fact that I'm currently having therapy here with you. <laughs> but it, it's because, okay, during the week I talk to people all the time and people are asking me questions. And, and a lot of people don't feel actually comfortable to ask these questions, right? Mm, um, absolutely. Even, even via text or whatever. They So, yeah, they, they like to hand pass them a bit. And I'm cool with that. I think that... You know, it's it's important to bring forward people's questions in the in the rawer sort of way, because we want to we want to solve them. We want mm. to actually you know share the love, and we want people to have the best relationships they can. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. All right. So let's fire back into it. Now you had a question before. I did. Oh, hang on, Chase. Now you're goldfish. Goldfish. Mm, <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Um, oh, look. Um, well, okay. That was about the um, what do you do effectively if you've had a you know a relationship based on honesty? Um, oh, and, that's and right. Then, and then ultimately, you find out. In my case, nine years later, that you were the only part. That there wasn't. There was no club. Okay, you were the only member of the mm. honesty club. Um, what do you do if you've got someone who is a actual habitual liar that that you know that in a sociopathic way, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when they've made the pact with you, I think it, it hurts. If you just found out, okay, you you with someone who lied to you, and you know they've you know they've, they've done horrible things, right? That sucks. But when you think that when you've been going merry along the way, and you think that you've got something with this person that is based on honesty, and that's kind of been your thing, mm-hmm. um, like how do you not burn that honesty out of you? Like you know, it, how do you? Has it, it stop you from being, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I ju- tape across the I, I just thought of a. I think it's a meme. A meme. It yeah. was a Winnie the Pooh and Piglet walking along, right? And they were talking about trust. Okay. And um, I think it was Winnie the. Oh, Winnie Winnie the Pooh was asking Piglet about it, and yep. Piglet said, "Well, basically, I choose to trust you. Hmm. You make a decision to betray that trust." Okay. And that's the difference. Yeah. Okay. 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 So in your case and the case of a lot of people, mm-hmm. we make the choice at the start sure. to trust someone, which yep. you should do, especially if you're getting into I a relationship. So. I think so. All right. You, you do what's right, what's correct. So you've done what's morally comfortable with you and sure. something that you go, you know what, that I'm all right with that standard. That Damn yardstick I'm all right with, yep. I can live with total truth. Cool. They choose for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or make a decision, I should say, for whatever reason, yep. to betray that trust sure. or not to engage that level mm-hmm. of trust as well. And going back to previous shows, 
we tend to, unfortunately, take it on, make it about us. Why sure. did they do that to me? Spot on, yeah. They didn't do it to you. They do it to everyone. Yeah, and they're probably yeah. lying to themselves oh, as well. So the yeah. five levels of yeah. truth-telling, they're not telling themselves the truth about themselves. Sure. I'm upset. I'm scared. I'm hurt. I'm, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're probably not telling themselves about the truth about other people as well. Sure. So there might be people in their past that have hurt them. Yep. And rather than deal with that, mm. they've dragged it forward and beaten up someone else with it. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's probably the situation that's occurred. Okay. So the best thing you can do for yourself yep. and anyone else that's been in this situation is you look at that journey mm. and you say, were there any red flags? <laughs> because a lot of the time it's amazing how often mm. we ignore those flags. Oh, mate, there were so many. There weren't flags. There were lights. It was like it was peak hour in Manhattan. <laughs> um, there were so many red flags and lights going off. It was like, honestly a seventies disco. There was that much flashing lights. Nice. Was, yeah. So the question then you've got to ask yourself mm. is why did you choose? Yeah. To ignore them. Because as a bloke, okay, and I will generalise, most of us are pretty thick when it comes to relationships, yep. right? Um, well, we don't notice the signs generally. No, we don't. No. And like, uh, the good news is, most of us, after having a few bad ones, we know what to look out for, right? Mm. So that's, a good, we eventually learn. Uh, it's normally about two or three weeks. Usually. Yeah, two or three <laughs> weeks before they throw us in a hole, but <laughs> we eventually get it. So, I, look, I, I think, um, I mean, for me, I, look, I made my decisions based on other people, other surroundings, uh, you know, children. Now, children was my big focus. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure my uh, my happiness came absolutely dead last, right? That's that's how I saw it. I thought my kid's happiness was number one. Her happiness was number two. And, you know, I'll, I'll pick up the bronze, right? And it's, I think a lot of us do that. And, and that's not me going, oh, geez, you know, how's, uh, I'm not talking myself up or down mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. I think just a lot of us do that. We, we care about the people. We love the people in our lives and we put them on, a bit of a not a pedestal as such, but we certainly put them in the, the spot of priority, right? Mm -hmm. So now here's the thing: when you get out of a situation like that, and you've okay, you're free of the beast. Mm -hmm. I and I talk to a lot of men and women in this situation a lot. There, here's the problem: they're now burnt, okay, and they're burnt to a degree where now it's difficult getting into another relationship. Um, where do we, you know, where do we get the calamine? Where do we get? The... <laughs> Jeez, I haven't heard that word yeah. used in years. <laughs> the aloe vera. That's um, it. Yeah, like I mean, how do we get over the burn? Because um, in modern society, okay, most of us are walking through life right now, and we've been burnt before. Absolutely. Okay? Um, and whether it's you know emotionally, financially, whatever the case may be, right? It's we've, we're carrying the scars. Um, and if you want to walk into a new relationship, you want to walk in as fresh and as open-eyed um, and, you know, you don't want to walk in with those those fears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's the magic sauce? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just throw lots of avenues for Absolutely. me to explore there. Look, first of all, I want to go back to what you said at the start. Okay. Where you said that you prioritise your children's happiness. Yep. And your partner's happiness over your own. Yep. That, as you said, is a common thing. Absolutely. And it's stupid. Yes, it is. Absolutely <laughs> stupid. Yes, and I'll tell is. you why. Yep. One, you can't make anyone happy. No, no. So it doesn't matter how much you twist yourself into a pretzel. Yep. They can still choose to be miserable. Sure. Or I learned that with my previous partners. I tried yep. to make them happy. It didn't work. I ended oh. up twisted up yeah. and it wasn't worth it. No. All right. Second. 
And this is a big one for anyone that's a parent. So listen very carefully to this question. Mm -hmm. You are demonstrating to your child how to behave in the world. Is that the behavior you want your child to carry into their workplace, into their relationships, into their friendships? Mm -hmm. I thoroughly agree. Uh, we live in a generation now, in my personal opinion, where we're just sending broken children out into the world as, and becoming broken adults, right? Damn straight. Um, and this is, uh, to me, probably the greatest problem we have right now, okay? We've got a relationship show right now. We're talking about people's relationships, but ultimately, uh, again, you know, I was talking about being burnt, mm-hmm. okay? If you're sending children out into the world and they're already pre-burnt, yeah. Absolutely. Poor buggers haven't got a chance, right? Exactly. So, yeah, look, I understand what you're saying, but the reality is, right, is most, I don't know, I don't know. I, mean, I can't speak for everyone else, but I can certainly speak for myself. Like, I personally, when my children came into the world, my children became my priority. Simple as that. All the other things that I thought were important before just fell away, okay? So, and those things that I, and in my case, it was, you know, like, you know, you you know, fast cars and, and, and you know, that sort of fun life, right? Um, they just didn't seem important and they weren't important. And the materialistic stuff just didn't wasn't important anymore to me. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the prob. Like, okay, so what happens is you go through life and, and this will probably happen for empty nesters as well. You know, mm-hmm. you get to the, when your kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Well, instantly then you, you find yourself hanging. You wake up one day and go, well, hang on, what have I done here? I've prioritized other people's happiness. Yep. Um, and you're probably going out looking for a new partner or you've got a relationship with your partner and there's there's not really a relationship. And you've pretty much answered all of it on your own. Well yeah. done. Congratulations. <laughs> Little round of oh, applause. And nice. here's what Thursday. Nice. Try the veal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. Another oh, reference. You've got a million of oh, them. There's, there's a few in there, yeah. Yes. Um, so that's – and that is pretty much the key. Sure. Okay. We feel compelled mm-hmm. – Again, because of that programming, you know, and this is one that for me, Mm -hmm. it was part of my journey and I've realized it's typical of a lot of men. We get taught women are princesses. You've got to look after them. You've got to nurture them. You've got to do it. You've got to look after them to a degree. Of course. But you can't prioritize them over yourself. Mm. Mm. Because if you're not as fit, healthy, strong, yep. confident, capable as you could be, yep. how the hell are you going to protect her? Not, how the hell are you going to look after sure. her? How are you going to provide for sure. her? And that's what our job is as a generalisation sure. for the men. Yep. So, again, it's the getting the balance. All right. So, I'm like you. Okay. Loved my boys. Loved having them. Yep. Um, their mum left when they were little. Yep. So, I was a part-time dad for basically their whole life. Gotcha. So, when they came over, they were my priority. Absolutely. Yep. But even when they were there, mm. I still went, I've got to have a bit of me time. And I'd leave them to play and I'd yep. go off and do something yep. for five, ten minutes. Oh, well, that's important too because you don't want to be the helicopter parent. But right? I knew I had to look after me yep. to show them, so this is how you're going to look after yourself. Okay. So now they're both approaching 30 mm-hmm. and they both look after the health. They eat well, they don't yep. smoke, they drink very minimal, they exercise. Right. So, you know, they value yep. themselves. That's a massively important thing. Yes. Yep. So that's the sort of thing I wanted them to take on. Okay. But also when they go into a relationship, mm-hmm. like when I met my wife, one of the first things I did was say, you're not responsible for my happiness and I'm not responsible for yours. yours. Yeah. So I didn't want to put that burden on her because okay. if I want to choose to be a miserable bugger, <laughs> that's my choice. Yeah. 
You know it's what I mean? Shocking choice, but yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, why would you choose it when there's so many things to be happy about? Yeah, right. But I had to make sure that she understood that truth. And that is one of the truths. No one can make you feel anything. They no. can't make you angry. They can't make you sad. They can't make you happy. That's right. So I wanted to take that one out. So for myself, mm. probably getting a little bit off track here. Where was I? Oh, that's right. We're going about the truth. Yeah. So the thing is you've got to look back at the red flags. Sure. And you've got to ask yourself, everything we do, mm. like I said, we do using the best tools we can. Yeah, okay. And we want to get a particular result. Yep. So for you to get the result you're after, you would have had to use certain tools. Sure. Which meant you also had to ignore certain tools, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like telling them the truth about themselves. <laughs> hey, there's this red flag I've just noticed. Sure. I'm pulling you up on it. Yep. Because you might have been... Uh, concerned that you couldn't handle any conflict, that she might suddenly end it, that yep. suddenly you're unlovable or mm -hmm. whatever it is. And this, of course, applies to everyone and myself for my journey because sure. I did all of this stuff as well. And that's the hardest thing is telling yourself that truth. Of course it is. Absolutely. No, no, I, I, don't, don't worry, mate. I'm just playing with your computer. It, but, but poor old Wayne's looking at me. He's looking at the watch thing. Oh, geez, what's Aaron doing? I'm playing with the radio, mate. That's what I'm doing. Okay, I've got the knobs and dials and computers, all sorts of stuff to play with. But I think um, I think today, tonight, has been a really important show, to be honest. I think we've covered some really important stuff. Um, I mean, I feel I feel lighter in the old loafers, so there you go. Um, we've probably covered about, what, 10% of what you wanted to, but that's what we do. No, well, that's it. we always go off on, on rabbit holes. Yeah. But a bit of a teaser for next oh, week. Oh, I like a teaser. Because I've got yep. my notes here. Okay, let's Actually, do I've it. Got the next two shows here. Um, the next one I want to talk about is something called The Six Basic Needs. Right. And these are created by a chap called Tony Robbins. Oh, I've heard of him. <laughs> so um, I came across these yep. years ago and realized that they definitely apply to relationships. So okay. I want to explore that in the next show and how that relates to creating a quality relationship sure. and building a strong team. Brilliant. Okay, now we are going to repeat this show on, on uh, Sunday as well, and I would really encourage people to jump on social media and ask questions, send the questions in. Uh, a lot of people do send questions in, but they get them in a bit late, which is a bit of a bit of a challenge, um, or for that matter, just relay them through me. I'm getting a few that just, look, they ask questions, and, as I say. But uh, don't be shy. Yeah, get them uh, onto your Facebook or contact you through. Any of my social medias mm -hmm. or email uh, admin at life on hyphen track.com excellent uh, and also just a quick plug before we finish i still plug. got a couple of spots Ooh. left in my workshop which is hey. this coming weekend this weekend this weekend so a couple of spots jump on board don't miss out on that that is going to be absolutely brilliant and don't forget the code word edge yep for when you go to check out and you get your 50 percent discount 50 percent 50 percent oh mate i'm feeling i'm feeling positive i'm the uh, the king of wishful thinking i really am oh west uh, it is Edge Radio Australia. Thanks for being part of All About Relationships, and we'll see you again on Sunday and again next Thursday.